Dame Lillard, and I'm rocking with the Bigs. Hey, this is Jason Kidd, and we're rocking with the Bigs. I'm Chris Bryant from the Chicago Cubs, and I'm rocking with the Bigs. Time to get busy. Like we always do about this time. It's the Bigs. Here comes Stafford. And he's picked off, and it's going the distance. Eddie Jackson for the fifth time in his young career has a touchdown. You already know what time it is. It's the Bigs. A drive the other way. It's going to go. Cubs lead. Number 11 for Javi. Officially rocking with the Bigs. Tim crushes this ball. He throws the bat. The ball goes flying. It is gone. 2-0 Sox. It's us, the Bigs. Oh, my goodness, Zach get Levine. Or get out the way. Woo. You're rocking with the Bigs. Right here on the Bigs Radio Network. And on that note, you are officially rocking with the Bigs. Episode 10 on deck, live from the Mess Studios visit. Man, I thought it was episode hey. 9, man. Episode 9. You know, I'm, I'm probably excited for episode 10. Uh, but yeah, episode 9, live from the Mess Studios. Shout out to our Mess family. Go ahead and visit madeinmess.com. Gino, what's good? You already know what's good over this way, man. I had to go bless a few buckets earlier. If y'all didn't know, I got a, the clutch bucket Yeah, Sunday. let's talk about that, bro, because I seen the, I seen the footage online. I seen Cam Smith. I seen Herbo. I seen you. What's going? What was up with that? Well, it was the Chicagoland All-Star Classic. It was the put on by the support group, Project Swiss Chicago, McKinley Nelson, and everybody involved with them. Shout out to them. Uh, it was a really dope event. Uh, we had a, there was a high school all-star game first. Uh, there was a celebrity all-star game with us. You know, me, Cam, our, our team was, uh, who was on our team? Me, Cam, D-Lo, uh, Tom Capone, um, Don from Black Ink, yeah. oh, um, Arnie Duncan. Oh, shout out he to stay Arnie hooping. Oh, Arnie can ball. He was in a so he was in that All Star game, celebrity game, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, back when he was hooping with Obama and all, and all that yeah. on the regular. Yeah, Arnie can ball, man. It was so that was our team. Uh, the uh, the other team they had G Herbo, um, our boy from the shot. What's his name? Reg from the shot, the homie that plays Reg on the shot. We the killer. The thug. Yeah, we got to see if he going to make it in season three. Ooh. Folks um, from 63rd Street. Exactly. Yeah. The uh, the other brother from uh, Black Ink, Don's Four? Brother. Four. Oh, four, yeah. was on, four was over there? Four was over I there. I didn't even peep four. Uh, Lene Harper. Oh, that's shout, what's up. Shout out to shout Lene out. Harper. Yeah. She was coming at you, bro. Yeah, I had hey, to lock up, that so up, though. I had to ask questions because the footage doesn't tell the whole story, I felt like. And I was watching because Cam was talking about he was guarding Herbo. Who was you on, bro? Was you locking somebody down? What was the what was the the game plan looking like? So that's if you if you check my IG or my Facebook page, I I, I laid it out for everybody, picture by picture. And me and Tone Capone from the beginning, all we was talking about was the W, celebrity game or not, man. I'm out there to get buckets and right. to get the W. I'm not out there to be pleasing the crowd and doing none of that. I'm trying to get buckets. So Lene Harper got hot. They had a shorty from Instagram who got like a million followers. He does like these ridiculous 360 layups. I had no idea who he was. <laughs> He's just a random Instagram dude? Random Instagram celebrity mm -hmm. guy. He got a million followers. I think his name is, I don't know his name. I'm not about to even make nothing up. Mr. 360 layups. We can go with that. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, but I wasn't having it. 
you know, the crowd where he was on and on doing all that. I did not go at gunpoint. I checked my Facebook, checked my IG. I put it back in his face. <laughs> the, first, the first man to take it seriously at the celebrity game. Oh, I'm like not that. going. I like that. Yeah, I'm not going. So we ended up getting the W. I shot one for six. But the, the key factor was all my guys knew that I, they know I get buckets. So yeah. eventually I was going to make the one that counted. Right. I made the one to put us up five with like a minute left. And we closed it out, man. That's it. So I guess... For those who might not, and also T time, what were you, my guy? You you weren't hooping, man. I was I wasn't hooping. I was running the sidelines. Next time they're gonna have to go ahead and and throw me a shoot some shoes and a jersey because I'm I'm going two for three at least. Two for three. I what what, what position you play, Ty? Oh, I'm running anything. Throw me down low, ass. Uh, oh wow, ass Gino, I go and bang for a little bit. Oh wow. Yeah, if we okay. needed a flagrant foul. We gonna throw T time in to stop all like of the that. momentum. You the enforcer. Enforcer, but I, you know, I'm gonna drop it. I'm gonna get wet with it from behind the three. As just well. in case, just in case people thought it was sweet. Just in case, I'm yeah. gonna pull it out. You thought you it, yeah. Okay, I see you. And I can't look. I can't talk nothing because my hoop game is trash. I'll be the first person to tell you. If you saw me, you would understand. But to that point, <laughs> okay. it's interesting for me because I like seeing. I think rappers and people in the industry always talk big games, and athletes talk big games too. And so when the rappers and the athletes get together, even if it's just casual athletes, I like that because now you can't hide. You definitely can't hide out there. And that court, man, that's now you get to see what the what it's like with them pros. And there's so yeah. much space, the depth perception. Oh, man, conditioning right as well. You got to kind of pace yourself. Gotcha. You know, G Herbo, he be off the good tree. So he said <laughs> that he, it was funny as hell. He said, man, I thought Wintrust Arena was like the why. He the youngest one out there. Tell me about it, man. He was he got a couple buckets, but at, I told him from the beginning wasn't nothing moving. We not having you nothing. You, not, you, you licked this man in his face, told him you wasn't going. Me and Cam walked up to that man at the beginning of the game and told him, no way. Okay. No way. You know who could hoop on a low key? Bibby. Oh, yeah, little Bibby. Bibby can Same hoop. Yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah, like, deep, yeah. yeah, Bibby can hoop. Herb can hoop. Yeah. Um, Who else was decent out there? Really, really, you know, it was a competitive game. You know, I don't think it was anybody that was totally huffing. That's good. I think sometimes yeah. you can, some of those games, it'd be the person you could tell ain't ran in a little bit. Yeah. Like, King Louie was on my team, too. What? Shout out King Louis. L. Shout L. out yeah. to King Louie. Louie said, hey, man, Gino, as soon as I get in, I'm shooting that bitch. As soon as he got in, he put it up. We subbed Louie out ASAP. The main thing you write though that you keep these sub out Tony dog. Yeah. What the fuck? That's yeah, no. Nah, we had yeah, to sub he, Tony, he man. He, he, he you know what though? He understood. Probably he's a team player. <laughs> exactly. He gracefully bowed. Like I understand, brother. Oh, you know who else was on our team? <laughs> ben One. You remember the singer Ben oh One? Oh my god. Ben yeah. One was on our. I had no idea. And the Pope. I know the Pope. Yeah, yeah the Pope, I had no idea. Active out south. Yeah, okay. Yeah, restaurant or something? I don't know. Oh really? I thought so. I don't know. Okay. I thought. I might be wrong. I had no idea who either of those guys yeah, were. Yeah, the Pope is, that's for younger kids, though. The Pope was out here. He was doing the parties and stuff like that. He was like a, I don't say was. He might still be. Okay. But I'm washed. But yeah. boy would pull up out south and it would be. <gasps> okay. He pulled up to the parties. A little, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, nah, yeah. Shout out to those ben guys, one, That's man. a throwback. It's yeah, like, Ben One, like man. Ben, ben One and White Boy. <laughs> ben One. Yeah. Oh, White Boy. Oh, wow. Oh, come That John Legend. That was John Legend. Nobody remembers that was John Legend. Hey, shout out to White Boy. (laughs) The Kanye West beat that nobody remembers. Man, you took it, dude. You just took it. It was Kanye West and John Legend. He had John Legend on the hook. That's like, uh, what's that? Uh, 
What's that song? Uh, I always feel like we're the only song to ever get Michael Jackson on the hook. Michael Jackson on the hook. <laughs> you ain't yeah. no, you don't know that man's name right now, but he got Michael on the hook. Damn. Yeah. Okay. You wild man. Boy, Am I wrong? John no, you Yeah. But look, John Legend on the hook and a Kanye beat, a good Kanye beat, a good Kanye beat too. Yeah. I mean, shout out to White Boy. No, nah, but check, but uh, shout out to McKinley. Shout out to everybody that was involved in Absolutely. that Chicago. Uh, Tim Hardaway, Twan, Antoine Walker, McKinley Nelson, uh, the founder of Project Swish, Antoine Walker, the guys that put that on. It was definitely a dope event, one of the most cracking events at Wintrust I've witnessed. So, yeah, and then they that. had a pro game afterwards. Okay, and all the Chicago guys were there: Jaleel, uh, Jabari. Pargo Brothers, okay. Tim Hardaway Jr. was there. Oh, Jerome Randall was in the Jerome building. was there. Oh, Osiris the Eldridge. Yeah. Uh, Y'all need to tap me in next time, bro. I'm trying to pull up at least. And, I, and I'll be on the coach. I'll be on the coaching staff. I sit there with the clipboard, look very serious. Okay. Clap. Like, come on now. Come on now. Hustle, baby. Hustle. Yeah, because yeah, that's yeah. a luckily Tone. Mm-hmm. Shondell from Power 92 He okay. was our coach. So luckily Tone, Tone okay. Capone, and they had a little relationship because Shondell didn't know who the Hoopers were. Tone had to tell him, hey, man. We trying to get this W, man. Put the guys that can hoop in. Tone was definitely a player coach. Shout out to him. Yeah, that's what's up. Good event, man. That's what's up. That's great. Look at y'all active in the community, man. Hey, we got to start somewhere. E. Gotta be. Gotta be. Okay. So, man, jump right into it. What's the happenings of the week, man? Definitely, you know, anywhere you turn your head, last couple of days, you probably saw about the Jay Z uh, NFL connection. Rock Nation is officially. Uh, the live entertainment uh, specialist for the NFL going to be um, overseeing projects like the Super Bowl halftime show. Uh, Rock Nation is going to be doing that for the NFL, and everybody has a question for Hove, wondering how could he partner with the NFL, uh, an organization that's uh, can, you know really uh, been in the news for Black Ball and Colin Kaepernick right. uh, for the last couple seasons. Uh, because he kneeled during the national anthem in protest of um, police brutality uh, when he was a, a member of the San Francisco 49ers. Fast forward three years. Yesterday was actually uh, the three-year anniversary of uh, Colin Kaepernick kneeling for the first time and speaking out against uh, injustice. So um, now, you know, the, the conversation is, are we past that? Are we in a, in a place where you can do business with the NFL uh, guilt-free? Basically, is what the you know uh, the reaction has been uh, to the news of the partnership. So, let's chime in, Gino. First of all, what are you thinking about this situation, and what do you guys you know think the main question should be surrounded you know surrounding this situation? Well, first, I want to get I want to just start off with Hove and that whole Super Bowl thing and him turning down the Super Bowl. Now, do we okay. know why Hove turned that Super Bowl? Uh, performance down in the first place do we know the real reason well it seems like we don't know a lot because uh, you know that's my that's the part that i i really want to hone in on nobody knows anything yeah nothing and so to me and getting back to your point here you know i think what do we know like what what about this is for sure okay well first of all from my digging because you know i hate to just spit out spew out BS, but when I did the knowledge, I found out that Hove was salty that he was amongst a group of people that they were choosing from to perform at the Super Bowl and not 
the guy to perform. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. So that's, it wasn't this noble the word stand. Is. It was. Okay. That's what Hov is saying lately, right? I don't think Hov even said it. I, well, he said something similar. Okay. Regarding Travis Scott, mm. and because you know he was part of the Super uh, the Super Bowl performance uh, last year. Okay. The word was when he got announced as a performer that Hov stepped in and was like, "Look, think about this," you know. And now he says that it wasn't that. He's saying I stepped to to Travis and said. You should be the headliner, not Maroon Five. Okay. So you know that's what Hove is making public. You know he he definitely touched on it because he actually took a bunch of questions. You know took a bunch of questions on the matter, and my reaction to that was, uh, well, well, it would have been great to know last year that that you know was the case because you definitely let that yep. be you know the consensus that you stepped in. It was like almost you know that person trying to step in and deflect people from, you know, getting that NFL money for the Super Bowl. So, and I was down with that. I thought that was great. Well, the thing is, it's also funny because people don't get paid to do the Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah, it's all it's about. Like, that's a misconception. It's literally the biggest awareness you will ever have. You know, you always tell people, do it for the look. Yeah, it's that's about the getting in front of that audience. That's the ultimate look. Mm-hmm. They really, you really don't get paid for you the halftime? You cent for the halftime show. Wow. You don't get paid for it. Okay. You do not. Um, and so I think that that is something also that is funny to hear because people are like, so you didn't want him to get a free look? Now, do they take care of the, the performance fees? I'm sure the production, oh, yeah, they have the to pro- do that. Yeah, the production yeah. stuff is built into it, but right. they're not going to give you a check for performing at the Super Bowl. Okay. And I think because it's, it's legitimately one of the 10 most viewed things in the world every year, so why wouldn't you do it? Hmm. That's and news that's, to me. Well, that's the that's the conversation that I think some people are missing. Where it's like, the other thing that I don't understand is like, okay, so th- they said the Live Nation is going to be the live event. What did they say? Like specialists or something like that? Yeah, that's so that means that's the official term. They're probably at least when I heard that, I was like, okay, so they're just going to help facilitate things, right? Right. They're going to open up some rooms. They're probably going to be like, hey, maybe you shouldn't do Paul McCartney again. Maybe you should do the, I don't know, Isley Brothers. You know what I'm saying? Somebody that like everybody likes, but you aren't thinking about because you don't think about black people. That's not, I'm, I, that's my opinion. But the other thing about it that's crazy to me is like, what about Jay-Z from 1996 until today led you to believe that he was going to turn down the bag? Period. Ever. Period. Oh, Jay-Z has done his, uh, his fair share switching up. You know, I mean, bro, we 24 years almost yeah. in that man's career. What about him has been like, oh, he's not about getting the bag. That's like the one thing I was like, oh, yeah, that makes total sense. He wants the bag. That's yeah. what he wants. Yeah, Hove has capitalism written on his forehead. Absolutely. Man. And I think the only difference is today is just received differently. Mm. You know what I mean? The, the way capitalism and the, uh, those, you know, the, the figures, the billionaires of the world get portrayed, people don't really be fine, you know biting on that perception of what a, how a billionaire moves like that anymore. So when Hove does something like this, which, like you said, he's something that he has always done. Mm-hmm. These days, you got a, uh, a generation with a voice that's going to come out and say, what the hell, hell no? What? Yeah. See, it's funny to me, too, because the people that I see complaining the most are older people. Like, if it was shorties, I would completely understand. If it was people who are not trying to be materialistic, you know, we're not going on that. But it's like people older than us. And I'm like... What like what about can't knock the hustle? Did you not understand? My man told you what the play was. Period. So let me ask you guys this: How long ago did Cap 
sign like the Nike deal and all of that? Was the that Nike deal was signed uh, twenty fourteen? Like it was signed like back when he was still like that year before yeah. they went to like they didn't they didn't kick off the campaign till like about a year ago though. The that's what I, that's what I had him sign. Remember because mm-hmm. remember. When he was doing the muscle thing, yeah, yeah. his bicep, that was like his move. on ESPN, on, the, the cover of ESPN, the magazine, and Madden, and all that, yeah. And so that's when he signed the deal. Mm-hmm. And so then they had that year where it was with the NFC Championship, but did they go to the Super Bowl? Went to the I Super think they Bowl. went to the Super, Bowl, to the Super yeah. Bowl. Yeah, they lost the Super Bowl, but that following year, I think, was the year that it all kicked off. Yeah, because you know, you go back and look at it. Cap was about to be the next Golden Boy. You know, he was on the cover of Sports Illustrated. He was on. ESPN every single yeah. day, right? Every day, uh, and like doing crazy stuff too in the game. Yeah, he, he brought it. No, he brought it game. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. He did all of that. You yeah. know, but but as like I was saying, as far as you, like you said, the campaign mm-hmm. that was a that campaign was last year. So word on the street is Hove and Roger Goodell have been in talks for at least a year and a half. That's the other thing where I'm like, do people think the like have you been in situations where stuff gets announced? And you know you gotta have it all your eyes dotted, T's crossed before you even sniff anything, before Period. anything even leaks. So for me, it was also like, yeah, of course he was doing this a year and a half ago yep. because it takes that long to get stuff done. Period. Exactly, but also the timing is kind of iffy, though, in my opinion. Okay, you look at what the conversation has been: Stephen Ross in Miami having the the, the thing for David or uh, Donald Trump. Call him da- David, whatever you just don't call him his name, whatever Donald Trump, but. Um, so at the same time, you have the two ends of the spectrum in the NFL where you have the Donald Trump support, and then on one end, you have this Rock Nation deal where you're you know, presenting it to the people as this watershed moment in social justice and sports and right, all that. Right. So I think that's the point. That's a very great point. Like They should not have advertised this as, we fixed it. I agree with that. Yeah. Because they didn't. They literally were like, hey, we signed a deal. Yeah. We're going to try to bring some more perspective into this. Like, if they came at it like, look, this is the first step in what we hope to be a long process to solve the problem. Yeah. That the one fluff. thing, the fluff. Give me yeah. the fluff, though, because people would have been like, damn, Hope actually got in a conversation with them. That's what's up. So, what does the entertainment value of a halftime show have to do with? Social injustice. And see, and that's the whole other thing. Essentially, this is a music deal. This is a deal yeah. to, you know, like I told you, we're going to be seeing playlists, yeah. NFL playlists. All the players about to have their own little things. Like, yeah. I think they're going to do some cool stuff. I think, to your point, though, there's nothing <laughs> that has to do with it. I think there's protest music and social injustice that can be expressed through music. But this is a business transaction. Thank you, brother. That's all. And, Thank you. And another thing for me is, like, uh, people, I think... I'm confused because people are like, Jay let cap down. Jay let cap down. I'm like, how you know? Like, we don't know what these people talk about. Right. And so what I get, I always am just kind of like weirded out by low key is like, why y'all acting like y'all be at these people's houses? You don't know what they talk about. You don't know. He could have called cap and been like, Hey, here's what's up. And then I know Eric Reed came out and was like, cap has nothing to do with this, but also. And Cap's woman said the same. Like, yeah. Hove didn't talk to Cap. We seen, you, you know what? Hill said something different. She said that they did talk, but it was a terrible conversation. Right. Yeah. And so to that point, it's like, okay, I don't think it's fair for us to be like, hey, he should have done something. Oh, I agree 100%. Right? Yeah. right. But I also understand where people are coming from because, like, in a lot of people's eyes, that's a really disrespectful thing to do. So I get that. For me, though, it's like, the people who stopped watching NFL stopped watching NFL already. Mm-hmm. The people who didn't, 
why y'all still complaining? Because mm-hmm. you you could uh. like I, I, I and I, I hate to <laughs> I hate to be that person because I understand like the the larger issue is the problem, right? Right. But the other thing is the larger issue isn't going to be solved by the National Football League. Thank you, brother. And that's my thing. Why why does Hove need the NFL? Why does Hove need the NFL? Why say he, it again, Ernest? He doesn't need the NFL. He, S- say it again. He it's they're not gonna solve the problem. Yeah. Hope. The NFL, and, and the Hope NFL has actually been instrumental in solving the, you know, doing things to solve the problem without the NFL. Right. Khalif Browder. Yeah. You know, the, the Meek stuff. Meek. Talk about Meek. But the thing is with that, I think it's also really tough to go to a bunch of people who see nothing wrong with how things are and be like, this is wrong. Y'all need to change this. They're going to be like, um, did you see the numbers for last season? We did great, buddy. We're having a great time. Yeah. What you mean? We with sat- you, with the fake. I'm not watching the NFL people. Okay, that, cool. Cause the, and, and, and I think that's also something that kind of bugs me because there was a lot of people talking big lap, like big lip about who never watch NFL again. Bears started winning three straight games. What happened? They, they're, they're, they're on Twitter admitting that right now. I've been watching it for the last two days. And and the thing what you know about watching the NFL and if you felt some kind of way about what was going on with Kaepernick at the time, my stance on watching the NFL is the the conflict that you the conflict that you had watching NFL players is the same conflict that you had watching NBA players or you know if you were watching black uh, hockey players or even you know golf it's, it's the same thing for for black athletes in every single sport it wasn't exclusive to the NFL so yes I'm going to keep watching just like I'm watching the NBA you know because right. we don't talk you know the things that they do yeah they they come off as liberal but when you look at the rule book it's like I gotta stand for the anthem. You know they that's have the, all that's the only yeah yeah the only place that you have to stand for the anthem. Yeah, so it, you know it's really across the board thing now. I think that's us, right? Like I think mm-hmm. I think any job that tries to tell you what to do in terms of your own way to express yourself is bogus. Yeah, but I think that the other thing about that is it's a lot of people that's gonna stand for that anthem for that check, buddy. Oh, of oh, course yeah. they are. You know, and, and therein lies the one of the issues with the protests is that. You know, one of the only other allies that Cap had was Eric Reed. You didn't see any white quarterbacks kneeling. You know, it Chris was, Long was about it though. Chris yeah. Long, Long was, was definitely yeah, about it. Chris Long was about it. The people that were about it, you know, were definitely riding for the whole yeah. thing. But it, it was never really enough people that that joined in. Yeah, I always that said because y'all wanted to get cracking, get Ben Roethlisberger to take a knee. <laughs> and you see how he panicked when? Did you see how he panicked when? Uh, they stayed in a. In the tunnel oh, yeah, for the his man. Yep. Like, look, I'm sorry. Y'all don't want to upset yeah. the guys. Yep. You know what I mean? So that's the culture of the NFL now. And it in the conversation that Hove letting, you know, you know, selling cap out or letting cap down. Like like you said, E, first of all, it's not his response. It wasn't, you know, Hove's responsibility to do that. But I do think it's fair to say he came up short in some of his comments when yeah, it was time I to comment on kneeling. And the whole thing about he took the plea because he just signed a deal. We're past kneeling. Yeah, come he, on, Hov. That's, the first thing, that's wrong. Yes, yeah, I'm with you on that. Come on, it's what the first thing I'm picturing is Goodell and all the other owners celebrating and clapping yeah. like, ah, oh, you know, that's a, you know, uh, if it's peace and love, you know, like shout out to Radio Raheem. <laughs> love took a shot to the, you know, yeah. hating love. Uh, love took a shot to the chest and hate on that one. You feel me? That yeah. that one hurt to see, uh, because. One of you know the biggest injustice that came from this is Cap not being able to be employed again simply because but then, okay the other of thing with things. that I and I'm with you 100 percent Cap got a really nice settlement 
from the league, right? Well, it's a non-disclosure. It's a non- so we don't know how much he got. Yeah. Okay, great. So to that mm-hmm. point, what I'm saying is this. I believe, right or wrong, that those people think that by sending that man that money, all is wa- yeah, period. Hands are washed. Period. We're clean. We're good to go. We, we we took care of it. That's what it, that's what those agreements mean. In anything, anytime exactly. we see, like if the uh, rape cases or whatever the case may be, yeah. when we but pay you, you out of court, it's over with. You man. know what else it means though is that they admitted guilt. Yeah. And the whole premise behind this settlement was that for, it was two things. They didn't want this to go further and have all their business out on the table. And then at the same time, Cap, you know, had a, a stance like he was suing for money that he would have made. If they didn't collude to keep him out of the league. Right. And he's 100% in his right. And like, that's the thing. Nope. I am. So, so, so the point is, this is money owed, though. Right. You feel me? This ain't just some a bag that they throw at him, like, let's move on. Yeah. They literally, like, it's past due wages. Which, yeah. It's like, hey, y'all owe me that before we do anything. Right. And give me my money. And nobody know? knows how much you got. Yeah. And so to me, yeah. I also think it's weird because then people, like, are trying to play, like, well, if they gave him this much, it would be okay. And I'm like, so what's the number then? What's the number that, that forgives it? Right. Right. And I think the, the problem that we are having is people who, and I, and I mean, obviously nobody here is included in this, but people who don't know what they're talking about are trying to have really deep conversations. Mm-hmm. And it gets frustrating. Because I feel that. E. We're spinning on, we're spinning on hypotheticals. Period. I feel that. And that's the whole reason why I'm not. Okay. Obviously Hove is playing both sides. Yeah. Like, that's a like, gift. Like billionaires do. That's a gift. Like billionaires that have a conscience that, I want this bread, but no, it's I gotta go I talk to my mama at Christmas. That's what <laughs> yeah. that is. I gotta go talk to my mama at Thanksgiving. So check this out. Cuz Cuz said, shout out to Cuz Tucson Warner. Cuz said, why is Jay a political slash social justice voice in our community? Why do we look to black capitalists for issues created by our lack of capital? Because they're the I think people recognize that people with money, unfortunately, in America are looked at as better. Unfortunately, that's, huh? Unfortunately. Right. That, because yeah. there's a lot of people where people look at themselves as not having money as something's wrong with me, right? It's a, it's a system. No doubt. It's a, I'm sorry, it's a systemic issue. My thing is, I think we tried to find people who in the community are being supported, but the other thing is, who is championing those people every day? There are a lot of people out there doing great work that don't have a cent to their name, but they're doing the right thing anyway. True, true. I think the general issue we have is, if you want an entertainer to be a leader, then you need to hold leaders accountable. But if he, you don't want him to be a leader, then why are you treating him like a leader? A thousand percent. You know what I mean? And add on, you know, how this general or how the public these days or has always viewed celebrities. It's always, but it's older than us. Yeah. You know, Ronald Reagan. <laughs> yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger, like, Jesse Ventura. You know what I'm saying? Did Hove, did Hove endorse Hillary Clinton? I don't know. Yeah, I, I remember he was on the stage. Uh-huh. I don't with know that I'm with her action and uh-huh. all that stuff. But even with that though, it's funny because it's like he, I don't. I personally don't look at celebrities as my moral company. I agree yeah, with I you. I don't we have any, now. there's nothing to it because also you moved around enough and you know people ain't these are the people you probably need to be looking up to anyway. But Period. to that point, until more black people get money, we are going. What what Chris Rock say? He's like until we we live next door to the dentist. <laughs> You're the hottest rapper in history. He's just a dentist. He's just a dentist. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that's the thing, just speaking as a black person, like, we need money, period. The wealth gap is, I think, one of the biggest, if not the biggest. It's the biggest. biggest Of course it is. And so for me, it's like, if, what do you do with it when you get it? A lot of people keep it to themselves. Say it again. A lot of people keep it to themselves. A lot of what people, though? (laughs) 
a lot of people in the eye, the public eye, celebrities, whatever, what have you. I don't think it's their responsibility to help everybody out because they don't have to. But if you do something with it, I honor that. Right. And so I think with that point, if Hove is going to say, okay, this money is, you know, you want to call it blood money, you want to call it whatever it is, take that money. Now, if Hove goes and takes that money and gives it to people who do not have any money, what happens then? Dude, so d- let's, let's look at the rock. I can't, what do you say? I can't help the poor if I'm one of them. So I but, got rich. And some people don't like that, but I, I genuinely am just asking, like, if the money goes to somebody who was never going to even smell a percentage of that money, why is that not a good thing? That's a great thing. I would love to see, like, the Rock Nation offices. You see, and, nah, that, you know, I would love yeah. to see <laughs> how they living over there. I right? would love it. Yeah. Now, that, you know, this is my next question to y'all. What would y'all perceive as success from this partnership? A wider swath of musical talent getting a look in a very large stage. I think an all-black Super Bowl halftime show. I think player engagement a little bit more because I think the biggest issue other than, you know, all of the the terrible working conditions and all of the head stuff is the NFL doesn't have personalities for the most part. There are a couple of people. You have like five or six people that you're like, okay, these are the faces of the NFL, but everybody else, you don't know nothing about them. Versus the NBA, where like the yeah. eighth man on the bench, you know his story, you know his memes, you know he might rap on the side. I think they're going to do a lot about player awareness, and if, I think a lot of that has to do with them actually wearing face masks for sure. But you can't see them. But for you, for for what T just said, for me, since the NBA, since the NFL is seventy five percent black, how about we issue in guaranteed contracts? How about we see more black? executives how about we see more black owners as far as the the inner like you said we talked about the entertainment side of it that's a given for me because that's like you said that's really all this is if you ask me Mm -hmm. so yeah we need to see more black halftime entertainers we need to see a spotify list or whatever the whatever list title or whatever it is hey man i'm again i'm not i'm not here to shit on hove nope but hove is definitely playing both sides and not like you said we can't just go off hypotheticals. We have to yeah. really see what the end result is going to be. But I was not feeling him saying we're past kneeling. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, yeah I the think. The thing he, that bums me out, though, and I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm no, sorry, no, go ahead. Go ahead. The thing that bums me out, though, because if they, let's say it's February, they drop the Super Bowl halftime, folks, and it's something everybody likes. Yeah. What happens? It's going to be, because I think a lot of this is going to kind of be like, oh, well, he did. Well, he did. Re- he reunited three six yeah. mafia. So but see now that, yeah. that <laughs> is an issue that the NFL has had. You know, they suck at you know finding artists that align with who they are. You know, who their audience is listening to or cares about. Well, that's the thing. So I think the other thing that I have a question about as a black NFL watcher is this for me? Are they marketing this towards me? The answer is no. Of course not. Right? Carrie Underwood been singing that song for the last <sighs> seven seasons. So shout out to Carrie Underwood. You know what I'm saying? She. She can She's a sing. Big, a period. All right, can, Sunday night. Let's look, go. She can sing, <laughs> but I'm not here checking for Carrie Underwood. All right, at all. But the thing that's funny, as rap has become pop, right over the last fifteen, I say 10, 15 years, mm-hmm. why haven't they been given an opportunity to do those kind of things? Even though ESPN, all they do is play new music in between highlight reels, and mm-hmm. it's great, mm-hmm. you know. And I think it ain't just us anymore. And so I think that's the part that I think is willfully ignorant mm-hmm. where it's like all these little kids, all these future, you know, Mannings and all them little kids, they all listen to rap music. Well, you know, oh. you know what kind of changed the direction of it? Because 
few years ago, they did have Prince. Prince got up there and killed One him. of the greatest performances. And then they did have Beyonce. And that's kind of where she ruffled everybody's feathers with uh, the Formation performance. It ain't been the same since. Right. And the funny part about that is the, the feathers were ruffled. Whose? Whose feathers were ruffled? I thought it was a great performance. Exactly. And see, it, the fans not out of people in attendance probably hated it. You know, the, the people that watch football on Sundays every every week, I think those were the loudest people like, now nah, hold on, this isn't But that's my-, my thing, like, bro. I don't, okay, I don't think people are being honest enough about the NFL. I think we need to be honest about the fact that the people who are watching the NFL aren't the people necessarily who need to be making the decisions. Right. Yeah. Because there's way more fans. Like, that's what people are talking about. Oh, these people, they're going to stop watching. Who is they? Who is going to stop watching the NFL when this stuff happens? When the kneeling stuff happens, who is going to stop watching? Say it. The folks that weren't watching in the first place. Period. Right. Yeah. So so the people who weren't watching are going to stop watching? So what are you worried about? Nothing. Nothing. So the whole thing to me is just real. It's just sus. It just it, it ain't it doesn't look right in the light. You see that? None of it. That's you know to tie it back into the Jay Z thing. That is my issue with it. The NFL has been on this this drastic dramatic search for good PR because every time we look up, it's an athlete and domestic violence. Yeah. You know, issue somebody beating their kids. Mm-hmm. You know, they have been looking for an out. I promise you, I didn't think that it was gonna come from Rock Nation and Jay Z. Uh, because of the things that we, you know, that we just talked about, Hove uh, stepping in when, you know, people are, you know, thinking about getting NFL bread, yeah. uh, the 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 bars he dropped on on his last album, talking about, you know, y'all need me, I don't need you. He was right. Yeah, you know I mean, he, I felt he was right when he said mm-hmm. that. And to the question of uh, what were we going to do, I honestly thought that that's what the plan was. You know, Hove being the leader and trying to show other artists that we can do without. But is Hove the leader? Well, see what I'm saying? Like, that's the part I don't understand. Like, why is Hove responsible for making sure that rap acts right? Well, I felt like he was taking on that responsibility. Okay, I'm with you you on that. He's elder statesman with it. Like, I I see you. I I felt like he was the one, you know, embracing that role. I feel you. And so I was like, cool, if if that's the plan, you know, I'm with it. Shout out to Larry. I, I love the piece that he wrote for uh, for the tribe that said, you know, I root for the Chicago Bears because I haven't watched anybody but the Bears. Nope. If, 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 it, if it's technicalities in it, you know what I mean, if you accept those. But, man, Hove, um, I think is, with that said, I think Hove has earned the right to, uh, to get the benefit of the, uh, benefit of the doubt. I think that his good intentions, you know, uh, are going to have to show in time. And I honestly think that, Success is going to be something, you know, deeper. If we can get the net, the the first black NFL owner, if this is the path that this puts this on, if like you said, Gene, if, if athletes can have better salaries in the NFL, if a better union is formed, you know, on the player side, more black media as well. Yeah, more black media. Open it up on that end, so that you know we can start accurately telling the stories of these athletes. Shout out to us. Uh, then I think that's what you would call success in this situation. Right. I feel it's, like I feel like that is not something that is going to come from an entertainment partnership. I feel like that's systemic issues. Which is yeah. Right. Yeah. Hundred percent. Like, because I'm with you. I I am 
all the way awesome. I, like, why haven't we had a black? You, I got that impression when you when you were saying what you felt success would be because out of a music deal, that's it. That's what you want. I want because I want I want if it's a music deal, I want the music to be cracking. Yeah, I it want, better be. Yeah. You and feel me? Yeah, and that's the point. So for mm-hmm. me, it's like I think the systemic stuff is like the people there because even Hove has a limit, bro. Hove and, has a limit. He has a ceiling, and but fortunately, but Ernest, I even mentioned that's the thing the social, though. Agreed. Why are we so looking agreed. because Hove. Hove ain't our social justice leader, man. Hove is a leader in music. Hove yes. is a leader in in that era. He's not our our social yeah, ju- injustice facts. leader, man. I think it's also like I don't understand to answer the person who was on the thing. I don't understand why celebrities are leaders. This like, is I'm gonna go back. And to but it. this is what Cuz is. This, Cuz see. has a talk show that that's all they talk about is mm-hmm. why are these people. Why do we look up to these people for those issues when that's not what they're in position for? And and the thing is, I don't think it's fair to them. Period. Because, bro, if you've been, think about like an R&B singer. You've been performing since you was 14 years old. You don't know nothing about no damn social justice. You don't. And the same reason I wouldn't listen to the dude at the barbershop talk to me about what we should be doing as a people is the same reason I'm not going <laughs> to ask. Like, I ain't going to ask, like, Yo Gotti, what's going on? Hey, Yo Gotti, how are we going to solve this problem, bro? Right. What does it ain't about his, say? it what, ain't for him. What does Ja Rule think? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to go to Ja. Hey, man, you can't make a billion dollars and care about the black community, bro. Ouch. How about that? We'll see there, there lies both sides. Bruh, that's. How about that? I can't argue with because it's true. <laughs> well, has has Hove not furthered, you know, the, uh, you know, has, has he not told some of the untold stories? Has he not been behind the scenes working? Yeah, you know I mean, I think that what you just said is what, you know, I'm hoping isn't the result of this kind of partnership. You feel me? I hope that Hove continues to, to, you know, to fight against it. You know, I'm not like I agree with you guys are saying we shouldn't be looking at Hove to be this, this, this uh, figure because uh, they, social justice. Yeah, I understand it's that. because they know, like but Roger it, Goodell or it, whoever's in charge, yeah. they know. Yeah, oh yeah, bring Jay Z over, yep. and he he got they the black he's impact, got the black yep. community by a by a thread. So they'll do whatever he says. They'll believe in whatever Hove. And like you said from the beginning, this is business. I'm a businessman. Ain't that what? I'm Another not a whole quote. Man. I'm, I'm a, a businessman. Business. I'm a business man. Man, why is anybody surprised? Let me handle my business. Damn, Damn. literally, he just wants to handle his business. Hey, Hope Esco told y'all about Hove. <laughs> what he in- said about Rockefeller? He said that's the guy you chose to name nah, your company after. I'm not going with that. <laughs> hey, I'm you t- know what? Hey, yeah. nah. yep. you sold your soul for riches. I just remember the bars, man. I'm not. I'm not Look, gonna the funny go that part far. About that is Nas owns like 17 tech companies. Oh, of course he does. <laughs> of course he does. And, and, and him and Nas and Hove and Nas are they, buddies now. They, look, they go into the same parties in Silicon exactly. Valley. Straight up. And Hove and Nas are buddies now. Like straight, straight up. You see them at the Rock like, Nation brunch. Hey, G. And, and Hove and the NFL are buddies now. Hey, it's I'm, crazy, I'm, man. It's like this. It's still eleven and two. <laughs> still eleven and two. Hey, I'm, I'm definitely gonna be worrying about that halftime show in the Super Bowl when the Bears are playing. I need yeah, that's the one thing I care about. I want the the halftime show when the Bears go back to the Super Bowl to be the greatest halftime show of all time uh-huh. because it will culminate in the Chicago Bears winning the Super Bowl. Who do you want to see in the in the 2020 Super Bowl halftime show? See now, because I'm like we already seen Beyonce, Bruno Mars. We didn't seen it. Okay, let's be realistic for a second. Thinking about how wide of a fan base the NFL has, who is an artist? That everybody would like. That's still alive. 
Snoop. What's good, Snoop? Snoop. Mm. With Snoop. Snoop and Dre. Snoop, Snoop and okay. Dre could do it. Snoop okay. and Dre could do it. How are we going to end up having to get on the stage? The problem Drake. Is Drake, Drake the new? He's not there yet. He's not there yet. Okay. I think one more project. Is he the there. biggest? Is Drake the biggest hip-hop artist right now? Like Outside of, of course, like a guy like Eminem. No, who, it's Post Malone. It's actually Post Malone. <laughs> now, would you be happier? No, not at all. Um, I think Drake <laughs> I turned the Super Bowl halftime show off if Post Malone I think, was there. I think the other thing about the Super Bowl halftime show is that it should just be a variety thing. I, At this I, point, you need like four different people. I agree with that. Like the Maroon 5 thing last year made sense because it was like, okay, here's something for people who like this. Yep. Here's somebody who like this. And yep. like, I feel like that's the way you should do it. And I think Rock Nation will be good at that. Yeah, because they do have that variety. I agree with you that. You see now, it was, you know, with it being in Atlanta last year, we wanted more of, you know, the big boy Sleepy Brown, yeah. Atlanta hip-hop culture. And I think that's what, you know, I could see Rock Nation being instrumental in situations like that. Yeah. It's like, look, y'all was in Atlanta, you know. Where Bun B, you know, we'll yeah, bring the yeah, whole yeah. South on stage. Yeah, the Southern. Know? Well, I think they're going to save him for Houston. They're going to have him come out. Bun B might throw out the, you know, he might do the national anthem. <laughs> Just hey. write that, do his murder verse. Hey, you know, hey, Rock Nation, that's a great idea. Yeah, my if boy Ernest. Whenever, whenever the Super Bowl returns to Houston, go ahead and just give Bum B like thirty minutes. Let him do the national anthem. Let him do the national anthem. Ooh. <laughs> you guys, over while, the, while we the, sitting down and stuff. Look over the chopping blades instrumental. You guys. <laughs> so we all agree that Hove is playing both sides. Yeah, uh, Hove is 100%. definitely playing both sides. Get used to billionaire Hove. The only thing I would have, you know, that I, I wish we got out of this instead of. These Hove and, and Roger Goodell hugging pictures. We should have got a picture of Goodell throwing up the rock. Come on. I agree. Where was that picture? Somebody that. somebody has a picture of Roger Goodell throwing up. Hove didn't let Goodell get out of that meeting without him throwing up the rock. That used to be the picture. It, every time anybody from Rockefeller was like, it was like, come on, he can't throw a chain Marcus on Stewart, Goodell look, at the next show. I'll crown him. <laughs> he should have he hit him with the chain. I agree with that. Crown Goodell, man. Okay, exactly. So as, and this is a question for y'all as members of the media who have to cover sports. These conversations are taking place. Do you feel as though if you are being like it's your responsibility to talk about this stuff? I, that you know, I think it's our responsibility. Uh, Do you feel like you have to have an opinion? I think it's our responsibility to have an educated opinion. Absolutely, man. You can't just be out here spitting venom or you know on either side of the spectrum. You come back you, with some educated, but I also think it's important, you know, for us to bring it to the athletes and see what they think. You know, this is a league uh, that they that they play in, that they, you know, they make their living from. And I think that's one aspect that the everyday man and athletes can can relate to is how you feel about your employer, how you feel about the money you, you're working for. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah, for sure. Um, so, you know, um, the athletes, you know, the, the variety of answers. You'll get some that say, you know, I ain't paying attention to it. It's time for the season, whatever. Mm -hmm. But you'll get somebody uh, like Akeem Hicks who when – Donald Trump was out here calling players sons of bitches, was itching to say, you know, respond He's to ready. It. Right. You know, so I, I think that the players, uh, to a certain extent, want to talk about this kind of stuff. Yeah, they should, yeah. especially in this era, this social media era, where now you don't really have to be scared to voice your opinion. You're, you're, you're pushed to give your opinion you now. Know, and that's crazy. That's one of the things that stood out to me last year. Uh, it's when, you know, you talk to Akeem Hicks and you get his, you know, opinion on something, you throw it in the mix, and then you look at what happened since you got that interview. It's about 20 other players talking on the same thing. Yeah. You know, so now you have a conversation. And, you know, I, uh, this one is, I think, is going to be 
you know, something that the players um, are itching to talk about because Hove almost spoke for them. You know what I mean? Mm. Hove said, look, we're past kneeling. And that was something that was started by the players, mm. you know? Yeah. So I'm, I'm definitely interested on when this batcher, you know, um, preseason games is over, they get back to the locker room. I'm pretty sure you're going to be getting some, some takes on this situation. Mm-hmm. I still take a knee. You got you got to still take a knee, man. You still got to take the knee. Yeah, man. It, from, uh, for what it represents, because Colin Kaepernick still don't have a job, I would be kneeling just for that. I honestly talk about losing respect. We talk about Jay. I think if Colin Kaepernick went back to the NFL, yeah, that would be the worst thing. But and so I think that's another thing for me where I'm like, why does everybody want him to go back so bad? Yeah, but, you know what, E, that that makes me, you know, I have his jersey. Now don't don't get me yeah. twisted. Like I have a cap jersey in the crib right now. <laughs> True, and I wear it. And I'm happy to do so. But if he came back, I would be I'd be more upset about that than Jay. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Without a doubt. Because you want to know something that, you know, I don't think enough people have talked about real quick. Is that each side of the equation is playing chess. Yep. Hove is playing chess, the NFL is playing chess, and Kaepernick is playing chess. Cause I'm sure his people are telling him, look, if you go back and don't throw a football, you cook. Then what's the point? Yep. What happens to your power? Yep. It's gone. who gonna listen he, to a backup quarterback? Yeah. Well, not you know only I mean? that, I, I still think he probably could start. But yeah. <laughs> I think it's funny because it's like the wind is out completely at the sails at that point. Yeah, and I think that's also the the funny part about it in the grand scheme of things, where it's like even looking at Cap as a leader, right? If that man came back and was like, "All right, guys, I'm going to play at Buffalo," I'm supposed to just be like, "Okay, well, we're gonna watch." We're going to watch, watch Bills football. Like, get the hell out of here. No way. Martin Luther King could get me to watch the Bills. Let me tell you something. <laughs> We're like, I want y'all to come watch hey, me come play on, against the New York Jets. That's my Martin Luther King impression. Rest in peace to the dead. God bless you. <laughs> now, so, yeah, I, to, to wrap it up, you know, I'm interested in seeing, you know, what aspects of this NFL culture, Rock Nation, uh, is, is willing to impact. So, um, okay. I know because we gonna need that yeah. more than once. We need that. Uh, I can't MLK. understand <laughs> why the Bulls won't make a good front office move. That's wild. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> you got wow. the, the, you can tell the, the tremble at the end of the words perfectly. I want everybody to understand. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. All right, so yeah, Hove, do your thing. Chill out, fans. You know what I mean. Let's see how this how this cooks down. So, episode nine, man, let's wrap it up. Um, definitely wanted to make sure we, we threw our two cents in on the situation because you guys just can't stop talking about it. Yeah, man, I just, uh, again, let's see what the ultimate plan is. Let's give Hove a chance. And, again, I just, you know what, I, one more thing. I just want to get this off my chest, man. What's up, Gino? I see a lot of people talking about Hove having a seat at the table. Why the hell can't we have our own table, man? I'm tired of people trying to have a seat at the table. Why don't we have our own table, man? Therein lies the, the issue with the partnership is, you know what I mean, that's that's what Hove was fighting for. What you just said, Hove has positioned himself before this NFL deal to be an advocate of setting the table that we can sit at. Now he's at the NFL's table. <laughs> the, the, the broader answer to your question is resources. It's, don't, res- it's resources. But you just we just talked in, about in the, the problem con- was the, in the context of the NFL. Not yeah. even the context yeah. of the NFL, okay, just bad, in bad. general. Yeah, in general, yeah, resources. Re- so, which starts with capital, right? Mm-hmm. 
have we not made enough money over the last we haven't been here but I've been here 40 plus you 30 plus mm-hmm. you 30 over the last 40 years have we not made enough money in our circle where we could have our own table have you this is actually funny because there, somebody just wrote something about this and the key thing that people leave out is if all of the money was kept, not like people blowing it. I think that one of the biggest misconceptions is black people don't have money because they spend it on dumb stuff, right? I think that black people spend their money the same way everybody else does. We just don't have savings. And that savings, mm. I think there's a lot of systemic stuff that takes place because they just wrote an article about it, um, I think in the New York Times, oh no, the Atlantic, about how I think it's like the equivalent of $17 billion worth of like wealth in the black community was straight up stolen via land. Mm-hmm. So all that land, all the people, all my grandparents, having my grandparents, mm-hmm. and have a bunch of people, you get your land stolen or they're going to tell you they're going to kill you and take it from Period. you. Period. That's where all that money went. And so to that point, the systemic money that you would have if your family owned all the land that they owned originally, mm-hmm. it'd be more black millionaires you know what to do with. No doubt. But that's gone. And so I believe that the frustration comes in because you have to still sit at the table because the table is the only place where people are eating. And so if you go make your own table, what you going to put on it? Because you spend so much money trying to build a table. That's the, And I think that's the issue. It's It takes so long to build something and then to not sustain it is, is messed up. But it's also a situation where like wealth is hard to find, <laughs> period. True. And so when my get together, because there's so many stories of people getting together, putting their dollars together, investing back in the community. Nip, for God's sakes. Like that's the main one. His birthday is yesterday. Like, it happens, but the problem is when there's such scarce to go around, you can't think about unity first. You got to think about eating. And unfortunately, we're in a position where, as a people, we have to facilitate staying alive before we have to facilitate taking care of everybody else. And I wish that those who have more than the average did more with it, but at the same time, you still got to get those people to a point where they can be able to develop their own wealth before. Because if you just give somebody $100,000 and be like, good luck, it's not going to work. All right. And so I think the issue isn't just like, hey, give everybody money. Nah. The issue is teach everybody what to do. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Dig? Now, do you think the issue in lies in that is if you sit at the table and, and the idea is resources, you're only going to get as much as they give? You're only going to get as much as you know how to ask for. And that's any conversation. You know this just as well as anybody else. We've had this conversation offline. The conversations you have that lead to those checks are not the same conversations everybody is equipped to to, to, to have, have right because you don't know right and so what I try to do on my own end off this and everything else so y'all know this but like I try to hit people to it whole reason office hours and all that other stuff exists is for me to be able to be like yo here's the game here's the language that the, is being used here's the cheat codes you need to understand right because you ain't stupid like that's the other thing a lot of people just assume mugs are stupid ain't nobody stupid. So if I give you the play Facts, yes. and you know, oh, that's, oh, you're going to go execute. And so I think that's where we got to start. I'm all for our own table, man. I'm tired of trying to get a seat at the table, E. I'm with you. I'm 100% with you. Okay. I think we just got to make sure the legs are sturdy. No doubt. No doubt. Right. And on that note. <laughs> on, on, and on that <laughs> note. On that note. <laughs> rocking with officially the rocked with the bigs. Hey, man, we got to shout out the Made at Mess family, man. It's nothing like somebody asked me on the live, man. Y'all at WVON? No, man. We are at Mess Studios. I would give y'all the address, but if you ain't plugged, you got to get plugged. Yeah. You got to know somebody. That's genuinely how we moving about this, too, by the way. 
Absolutely. Definitely shout out to our mess family. Uh, the website is madeitmess.com. Go ahead and visit it and check it out. Uh, go ahead and shop with the bigs, the bigs.us slash merch. Go ahead and cop you a hat to keep us doing this thing. Uh, Gino, get us up out of here, man. Hey, man, you already know, man. It's your boy. I need no introduction. But just in case y'all do need an introduction, mama, there goes that man. Mama. <laughs> Peace out. It's us. Free in the land of the free where the blacks enslave. Three-fifths of a man, I believe, is the phrase. I'm 50% of Duce and it's dead free, yeah? 100% of Ace of Spade, worth half a beat. Uh. Rock Nation, half of that, that's my piece. 100% of title to bust it up with my cheese, uh. Smokes, my niggas won't ever work together. You run a checker, but they never give you leverage. No red hat, don't Michael and Prince me, and yay. They separate you when you got Michael and Prince's DNA, uh. I ain't one of these house niggas you bought My house like a resort My house bigger than yours My spot Come on, man My route better, of course We started without food in our mouth They gave us pork and pig intestines Shit you discarded that we ingested We made the project a wave You came back, reinvested and gentrified it Took niggas since the pride Now how that's free And them people stole the soul And hit niggas with 360s I ain't got a billion streams Got a billion dollars Inflating numbers like we po' Be happy about this we was praising Billboard, but we were young. Now I look at Billboard like, is you dumb? To this day, Grandma afraid what I might say. They gonna have to kill me, Grandmama, I'm not their slave. <laughs> Check out the bazaar. Rapping style used by me. The HOV, look at my hair free, carefree. Niggas ain't there free, enjoy your chains. What's your employer name with the hairpiece? I survived a hood, can't no shaitan rob me My account's so good, I'm practically living tax-free Factory, that's me, sold drugs, got away, scot-free That's a C-C-E, copy, kill-free, steal me And expect me to not feel away To this day, you would say, y'all kill me Sucker-free, no shucking me I don't jive turkey, say happy Thanksgiving Shit sound like a murder to me Smoke-free, all of y'all, calling out toll-free Label rob you for millions, yet you wanna put a hole in me Sugar-free, season but I'm so free You lay a hand on hold my shooter Shoot for free I promise World War 3 Send an order through a hands free Kill you in 24 hours The shorter you can't ignore the hand speed On guard it's off the head This improv but it's no comedy Sign I fail Hell nah Ha 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 ha